everyone, and welcome to Speak Your Truth Radio, where we are on a conscious journey to enlightenment. This is Kristen Bomas. I am your host. And today we're going to be talking about suicide and how we judge those who commit suicide or the concept of suicide. Our focus today is on the judgment surrounding suicide and not on the act of suicide. I would like each of you to take a moment and think about your first reaction when you hear about suicide. What's your judgment? What are your thoughts of it? Now take another minute or a second and think about the judgments you have heard about suicide. Do you think about the weakness? Do you think about the judgments? Do you think about the easy way out? Do you think about the selfishness? Or do you think about the pain, the loneliness, the impulsivity in some cases? I would like for us to take an understanding of how the judgments that we have in life and today in particular suicide create further pain, and an absence of healing. So if we look at the way we judge suicide, it comes from each individual. Each individual has a judgment that they have learned from their past. It could come from their family, their religion, their society, their culture, their school, their peers, but it came at them. We would not have the judgments we have had we not learned them from somewhere. Judgments are also attached to our challenges in life. And so, as you've heard me say before on this program, and those of you who read my writings know, and those who know me know me very well, we absolutely judge only in the way we are fearful of being judged. So if in fact we get to a place in life where we are no longer judging ourselves or in fear of being judged by others, then we are no longer judging others. In the areas that we do find ourselves judging others, it is reflecting back a message to us about a fear within ourselves of being judged in a similar or related way, if not a literal way. So when we talk about suicide and the judgment surrounding it, very simply put, if we're judging the very person who is in that space of contemplating suicide or having that much pain or sitting on the edge of an impulsive decision like that, then we are adding to that difficult time in their life. There is no compassion in judgment. There is no understanding. There is no accepting in the judgment. And so by judging, we are actually furthering that person's burden or experience of their fears, their challenges in this life. So if, in fact, we as a people and as individual persons really reflect on our judgment of suicide, we begin to let go of propagating that judgment and start to heal from it. And in healing from that, we become more understanding of what it's about. And if we become more understanding of suicide and what's going on in the person who is contemplating or about to attempt suicide, 
we open the doors for that person to talk about it, to not keep it locked up as a secret within themselves, to not further burden their loneliness, but instead giving them the opportunity, the permission, if you will, the allowance to talk to someone without the fear of the judgment or other consequences. So if we heal our judgment, you can see we could very much start to heal the process by which the suicidal person keeps everything locked inside themselves. And if we can heal that and open them to talking, we may start to save lives. We may start to open up the opportunity to compassionately help those people grow beyond the pain they are currently experiencing. And that's the purpose of the blog I wrote and today's talk. So I would like each of us to think about that. If we can heal the judgments we have, we are actually healing others in return. And today we're looking at how that might heal suicide. Suicide is a very misunderstood experience. And it is misunderstood mostly because of all of the judgments surrounding it. I got one... Um, response that I would like to share uh, with you. It was um, on my blog and the response was, and this is as it was written, very insightful. Thanks for sharing. I dare to say that it is the idea of God that we have created, a judging one, that creates the problem in the first place. Even those who are not religious and even atheists operate in a culture, an atmosphere of making this life a test which can only be passed with hardship, pain, and suffering. So who wouldn't want to escape that? You said it well. We all do. Thank you for that comment to the person who sent it. I greatly appreciate it. We all have that feeling. And as I mentioned in the blog, if, if we could just use my experience in my practice, there's probably about 90% of the people have had a thought, whether fleeting or really developed, about 90% have a thought of suicide in their life at some point. And most of that 90%, probably another 90% of that 90%, have never said that to anyone. Why? Because of the judgment, because of the repercussions. There is shame associated with it. Um, there is bad associated with it. But pretty much everybody has a time in this life where the pain that they are experiencing and the suffering or hardship uh, they are going through feels so overwhelming that they just want to give in to it and escape. And at those times, those suicidal thoughts, even fleeting thoughts of, God, I would just love to be in a car accident. I wouldn't care. Or I don't care if somebody kills me. Or I don't care. It's, it's the thought of, I want to be absent of this life. And it is a taste of what happens in a more developed thought of suicide. In the blog, I give an example, and I'm going to reiterate it, and I'm going to expand upon this comment with this example. Um, imagine you have fallen into a deep pit in the earth, and the sides of this pit are sleek enough that you can't climb out. And you have found yourself down here and you're thinking, okay, no one knows I'm here. 
I can't physically climb out. You go through all of the ideas of how can I get out of this and you you rack your brain, you try everything, you do everything, you're, you start praying for the miracles and slowly but surely days pass and you realize without food and water, slowly everything is going to pass including you. And the suffering starts to get more intense and at some place in there you're going to say there is no way out except death itself. And why not allow that out to happen sooner rather than later? Use that as a metaphor for suicide in which the person is in such a deep void or abyss of pain that they no longer see a way out. They no longer believe that there is a person up there to rescue them from their depths of despair. They no longer believe that the light of the day is a new beginning. And so, why wait? I am not saying that everyone with suicide fits this model. This blog is not about that. This blog is for us to taste what judgment does to that versus understanding. If I judge the person who fell in the pit, what an idiot, how did he fall in that pit? You know, in any way, I don't care how I judge the person, then I walk away with apathy, then that person stays in that pit. If I notice that Joe Schmo is missing, but you know, he does this all the time and it's his responsibility. Um, he's the one who keeps blah, 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 and I judge him and I, I'm at a loss for judgments at the moment, but you can feel that, that, that I am not going to feel connected to the event. So I'm not going to start the, the search process. I'm not going to start the help process. I'm not going to rescue. I'm not going to take the time to understand what might have been going on inside Joe Schmo. And the same with suicide. If I don't know how to get beyond my own judgments, then I am not going to know how to reach out. And if that other person knows I hold those judgments, they are certainly not going to reach out to me. And so there is a disconnect, further leaving that person alone in whatever is going on inside them at the time. So I really want to, to have each of you think about how the judgment becomes that barrier between the suicidal person and others. And I want you to think of yourself as those others. What is it that you need to do to shed the judgments that you have learned? The gentleman who wrote in on uh, the blog says it well. He focuses on, on the religion uh, aspect as well as you know some of the other pieces. But we have taken an image of what started as an unconditionally loving and accepting God and we now have some some rules and one of those rules is based upon suicide and so oftentimes if we have those thoughts we think we are bad we think we are sinners and so again we don't want anyone to know and so we start to to keep it inside ourselves we don't know where to go to speak of what's going on inside because that very judgment of now not only feeling all this pain but thinking we're bad for feeling what we're feeling and that the way we're feeling is leading to these thoughts then how do we get out of that trap 
You know, where do we go to know that what we are feeling and thinking isn't so bad? And of course, the word bad in life also brings up shame, because if we feel we are bad for what we're thinking, feeling, and experiencing, then that propagates the shame within us. And there is how we develop the, the judgment of shame around suicide. Oftentimes, family and friends of a suicide, um, a successful suicide, feel the shame of saying that that person committed suicide. That shame can come from a number of places, right? It can come from, gosh, you know, they're going to think we didn't do something or we are the cause of them being that unhappy. So more of a selfish kind of basis to the shame. But it also can come from the shame of the judgments of others over suicide. And now we are part of that mix. And how are we going to deal with the judgment that comes at us because so-and-so um, committed suicide? So again, the judgment um, is, is influencing in all directions. If we judge only in the way that we fear being judged, then let's look at some of the things I've run through in the course of talking here. We are looking at shame. We're looking at selfishness. We're looking at the fear of being bad. We're looking at um, being wrong for having these painful emotions in some way. And so when we look at ourselves and the judgments that we're making, it does not have to be so directly back at you, but where did you learn to have this judgment? Where did you buy in to this judgment? Are you afraid of the very pain that you feel? When you feel the hurt and the pain, is it more comfortable to be angry? In that vulnerable state, do you know how to share who you are? How do you respond within yourself when you need another? Is it okay to be in need of another? What do you do when you're lonely? Is it okay to reach out or do you feel like a burden? Allow yourself to go back to the judgments you reflected upon at the beginning of this talk. Write them down and ask yourself how they create beliefs about yourself in this lifetime. It may not be a direct reflection, but I promise you there is a link. As you unveil that truth and start to relinquish that judgment, you will see that you're willing to ask more questions. You're willing to talk freely about those times in your life where you had a thought whether fleeting or not, about this life not being worth living if you couldn't be loved, not worth living if you can't escape the pain, not worth living if you don't have a home. Those thoughts aren't so infrequent. Developing them into suicidal thoughts are less frequent, but the thought itself, not so much. I ask all of you to take a moment in the privacy of your own self, to be real with what that means and see if you can't make a first step in letting go of the judgment so that as, as a whole, we can start healing suicide one person at a time. I thank all of you for joining me. Please feel free to voice your thoughts, your comments, your questions, your challenges on Twitter at Kristen Bomas on my website, kristenbomas.com, or on Facebook at Kristen Bomas PA.
I thank you for joining me. I look forward to you all joining me next week on Speak Your Truth Radio. This is Kristen Bomas.